Hey, welcome to the Push Pull Sales and Marketing Podcast. I'm Marcella. And I'm Sherry. In each episode, we provide you with sales and marketing strategies that you can implement immediately into your own business. Today, we're going to be talking about our own podcast um, because we are on episode 50. Big 5-0. Finally. Um, I feel like we haven't been as consistent. We're, we're getting a little bit better with it, but since this is a side project, it took us a little bit. I'm excited to be at 50. I feel like it's a, a milestone. So what we wanted to do for this one is do one together because we've been doing a couple solo ones. We've had some interviews. We have some more of those coming up for you as well. Um, but this episode is going to be about push-pull sales and marketing, why we started it, um, what tools we use for the podcast, and just how we go about things in general. Um, but real quick, we want to let you know that we have set up a Patreon page. So re- there's rewards like shout outs on our episodes, cold calling scripts that you'll get, um, website reviews or phone consults. We've set up a bunch of different options. So if you go to patreon.com slash push pull sales, you can check out all the details and we appreciate your guys' support. Um, but let's kick things off with why we started this podcast. I think the podcast idea came about mostly because I was obsessed with podcasts. Um, I And I still am. I mean, I listen to podcasts all the time, a wide variety, depending on what mood I'm in. Um, and I even use podcasts as like a, a search tool. Like, Instead of if I don't have the, you know, if I'm in the car, I can't be looking up articles. Um, but if I get, you know, I have I have a question about maybe marketing or a certain project that I got hired for. Um, and I want to research the topic a little bit. I've actually gone into, you know, iTunes and searched the podcast for really? like a keyword. Hmm. Um, so that, you know, things like, um, there was one I got hired to write some white papers and I had a general idea and I was doing some research, but I wanted, you know, the current advice. I wanted tips. I wanted um, to make sure that I was doing a really good job for this client um, and not just what I thought a white paper should be. So I was able to listen to different people's opinions by just searching in podcasts for white papers. So I use podcasts a lot myself. And in general, I tend to, if I enjoy it, um, I feel like, you know, there's something there, other people are going to enjoy it. And I tend to see something and want to do it myself. I want to try it. Yeah. Um, for better, for worse. Um, so I remember going to a blogging conference, and I went to a session about podcasting. And they were talking about how podcasting is just a hugely growing field. Um, and this was I should have looked it up. Was it like three years ago? I think so. Three summers ago? Yeah. Was um, that when Serial first came out? It, I think it was before Serial. Um, yeah, I think it was before Serial. But, um, you know, it was kind of gaining some traction. People were confused about it. Um, for me, it's always surprising that, that I still run into people that don't know what a podcast is or, or how to access it. Or, you know, we got the question like, well, is it free? How do I get it? Like, what is this? Um, so it's fascinating to me that that there are still a lot of people out there that aren't familiar with it, which tells me that there's a lot of room for growth in the podcasting world. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you and like in terms of like podcasts, like and I feel like like when when iTunes and all that stuff like first came out, like 
there were there were some and you can kind of search but it definitely hasn't gotten like as robust and like from a business standpoint it's also like exploded in the past in the past couple of years here because like years ago i want to say 10 years ago like there were really only two podcasts that i would, that I would even listen to one what yeah. it was uh, it was jeb blunt's podcast which by the way i will be like emailing the sales gravy one yes yes that's a sales gravy guy which i will be reaching out to him and see if we can get him on the show um so if you're listening jeb i'm, I'm, I'm hunting <laughs> you down um and two it was the zig ziglar podcast and then, i mean there were a couple other ones out there but they there were a lot of options they were bad yeah they were really bad you know well yeah and part of it which we'll talk about in a little bit you know part of it is the technology and how much more the technology has become accessible in, yeah the in actual barrier to access i mean if you yeah. have like a if you have a computer and you have do you have an Amazon account to order a cheap microphone? Like yeah, we, and when we start, we didn't even have a microphone at all. We just we just use a laptop thing, which you can definitely we, tell the quality. We did use we did use a microphone, but it was one of those like that you had laying around. I don't the think office. so. I think the first ones we didn't even use that. I think we did. No, I disagree, <laughs> but that's okay. But either but way, anyway. you can tell the difference between between a cheap or no microphone and the yeah. uh, and the blue snowball so, that we use today. So basically. You know, I came home from that conference and I was excited about the opportunity and I wanted to start a podcast. I know for myself, I um, have fond memories of growing up as a kid with my tape recorder hiding in the closet and recording my own radio shows. And I would give people like a 30 second sample of a song and then I would cut back in to talk to them again. Like, you would I- cut into songs like that? Well, like, it wasn't a real radio show, but I would do pretend like, radio shows. I oh, didn't, like, like, I didn't like, have the patience. Did you to, actually sing the song, or did you record the 30 seconds? I would seconds? record it on the radio. Oh, you did. And then I would, like, stop it, and then I'd start talking again. There's um, a difference between homeschool and public school, folks. <laughs> so I loved it. I, I loved that concept, um, and I was excited to – I wanted to do a podcast. Um but for me, you know, a lot of my projects don't involve Marcello. So I didn't want to start yet another thing that was just me and my laptop, um, you know, working on a website or working on a podcast by myself. Um, I wanted to do something with him. So we came up with the idea that with my marketing experience and with his sales experience, that they that they go well together, that they are different enough and um, there's enough unique topics within that genre um, that we could talk for hours and we have talked for hours about this topic and there's plenty more to go. Um, so, you know, it was an opportunity for us to build something for the future together. It was, um, you know, something that we're like, hey, this is a unique idea. Um, we're going to enjoy the process and hopefully help people along the way, as well as have this be a side project that, you know, if we ever, we know it's there, like we're building this. And if we would ever want to hit the gas pedal or, um, you know, build it out even more like it's there we already have the the ground floor laid so I have to keep that in mind too and for you guys as well that like it doesn't have to be an all-or-nothing project Mm -hmm. like podcasting can be you know just a little bit of time in an evening um that you're building this thing It, it isn't hugely time consuming um you know it it can be whatever you have time for and it can I mean again in terms of and you can go back to our episode where we had Doug's episode where we had Doug Stewart on. You know, we talk about you know having like a side hustle and, and having that in place. And sometimes it, it really feeds into that. So in terms of 
you know, if you have a podcast and you're already working whatever full time, I mean, those two yeah. things can kind of feed into each other. And again, in terms of, you know, talking on certain topics or researching or bringing other people on, like it, it's made me a better salesperson. It's made yes. me a better, it's made me a better sales manager. That's um, what I wanted to say, say as well, that like having this opportunity, having this platform, getting to speak with these amazing guests that come on the show it helps you in your full-time career. It helps me, you know, in my freelance career to be able to talk to these experts in the field and keep myself up to date with it and keep pushing myself, keep learning. Um, but, you and know, sometimes I feel like we do these side projects, like these are our hobbies, <laughs> kind of. Like, mm-hmm. you know, some people might go golf. We're going to do a podcast. Exactly. Um, so I think, you know, I think and there's always we're plenty not good of at golf. Well, yeah, I yeah. know there's yeah, but like our, our golf game would and, need some work. And yeah, I think too, like we wanted to kind of like fill that void. So again, if you look at what kind of podcasts are yes. out there and what kind of messages are out there, like there are certain things like yeah. like you'll find where you'll go through twenty one day, one week, whatever courses, and you're like that was like five minutes of content that was yes. pretty much stretched out, or like that there's nothing really relevant, or you know what you're teaching. Now, like you can't even do anymore, whether that's you know FCC yeah. or, or, no. or whatever kind of regulations have changed. No, I not, just, not FTC, 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 FTC. Yeah, yeah. I just listened to a, it was actually a pretty recent episode of a podcast, and all of the advice being doled out just didn't apply anymore. Um, which is the hard thing about this because we want to try to create some evergreen content, and I know we fall in that boat too. Like the advice that I gave a year ago. I might not say the exact same thing, but I, your point is absolutely right. And that was a big part of creating this was that we were so frustrated with the fluff content that was out there. And it was kind of looking at it and saying, we can do a better job. <laughs> like we can dive deeper. We can, um, it was kind of like, well, we can do that. Exactly. You know, same thing. Like it would just, I mean, it would be a podcast topic where you're like, oh, that sounds interesting. And it's the kind of thing where they're like, you know, do you want to start your own business? And then you listen to it and all it is is like, be passionate about something. I'm like, okay, and? And then what? Um, So, you know, it was was seeing that in the market and wanting to set ourselves apart um, from all of the just fluff kind of stuff. Um, But the other thing as well, especially for me, um, you know, whether it's marketing, consulting, or freelance writing, um, you know, social media marketing, like those kind of things, I was generating, um, I, I generate customers, clients from the podcast. So, you know, it's a unique thing for me. It's kind of my own marketing tool to be able to say, hey, I created this website. Hey, I run a great Instagram page. Um, you know, I can talk on a podcast. So like things You've like that when I'm, I mean, yeah, like Huffington Post or wherever else. And, you know, when I go to apply to be a speaker at an event and I can say, here's my podcast, they can, they can go, they can go listen to an episode and get a good feel for if they like my style. Can I talk to people? Do I have something to say? Um, how do I explain things? So it's been very, very beneficial. I just had um, somebody reach out that had found me on Huffington Post, and he said he was between me and another freelance writer, and he saw that I had a podcast, and he listened to a couple episodes, and he goes, 
And that was why I chose you. He was like, I got to know you. I liked where you were coming from. I liked what you had to say. Here's what I need. Here's how much I'll pay you. And it was as simple as that. I didn't have to, you know, it was that inbound marketing pool that that people are coming to me as clients thanks to the podcast. So I know a lot of times what holds people up and the, and the question I get a lot is, well, do you make money? Like, why are you doing it? Do you make money off of the podcast? And yes, we have affiliate stuff. Yes, we've started a Patreon. Um, you know, yes, we have a couple sponsors here or there. Mm-hmm. Um, but that wasn't necessarily our main thing. This wasn't a cash grab. Like, this mm-hmm. isn't, as with most things, digital marketing or inbound marketing or, or, you know, blogging or building a website or selling courses. It's not, you know, not always just a cash grab. A lot of times it's building an audience, building something for 10 years down the road, not yeah, and, tomorrow. And, again, even, and that's where I think a lot of people, like, fail in terms of marketing themselves or marketing their business, too. So thinking about... And we'll probably do a podcast in the future on like when you will get paid because for the most part, yeah. on most of your efforts, you're not going to get paid right away. Like, like, like kind of as an example, um, I had my insurance and my uh, securities license up until November of last year. Yeah. Um, and in the last couple months, like still, I get calls <laughs> like, "Hey, I'm looking like for this. Hey, can you help me out? Or hey, like I saw this, whatever." And I'm like, "Well, like, where did you see that? Like, yeah, like you wrote an article or you wrote this, like, yeah." nine years, years ago. ago yeah and i'm like okay and again it's just kind of like out there it's kind of floating out there yeah. but again in terms of developing that reputation or the same thing too like when you're bringing in customers yeah you know like you might say like oh like i got that referral it was so easy and no like you, you, you some of the work you did five years ago with that initial <laughs> right. customer who gave you that referral right made made that other thing easy too so again in terms of like a right like cash grab like again it, it this is definitely more it's more of a long game but again you're right like again we have sponsors you know it is helping that visibility um you know we added a patreon page too like 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 obviously you know to to to, to monetize that as well but it's well, not yeah, it's not the end expenses game expenses related to it so it's kind of like to offset the expenses it would be nice to you know we're investing in it but it would also be nice to kind of you know yeah, keep then- keep the sheet balanced and from a sales standpoint, there's nothing wrong with, with trying to monetize something that, that you also yeah. enjoy. Like, again, you can have fun in sales. You can have fun in marketing. Yeah. You can have your own podcast and you can, you yeah. know, you, you can kind of make those ask. You know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're giving away tons and tons of free, valuable content. Mm-hmm. Very valuable content. Um, so the other thing I wanted to point you to, if you, we did a whole podcast um, called Establish Yourself as an Expert. It's episode 27 so if you want to go listen to that one as well, we kind of dive into that a little bit more, like why you should ha- or establish yourself as an expert and how you can go about doing that a mm-hmm. couple different ways. Yeah. Um, so do you want to talk a little bit? Um, I The interview is not released yet. It'll be coming up in a few weeks here. Um, I sat down with an interview with one of the founders of Taylor Brands. Um, I Taylor. T-A-I-L-O-R. Yeah. Okay. Um, I and he asked me um, how we came up with the name, which I thought was an interesting question. So I think basically what happened, um, I asked Marcel, like, tell me some sales terms, like just tell me some some lingo, mm-hmm. um, and I think we landed on it pretty quickly. Yeah, you said push pull. Yeah, like push strategies, pull strategies. I was like, I'll like, put that together. If perfect. not, 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it, 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 and, and if not, we could have done it. I mentioned this term a lot of times, too. Perhaps we can call it the uh, velvet hammer sales and marketing. I hate that one. I hate, I don't know why, like, <laughs> she the, hates that the, term. Word, the word velvet, velvet just creeps me out. Velvet, velvet is like, velvet is equivalent for, like, moist. It, for, yeah, for me, like, I don't mind moist. I don't mind that word. Velvet, for some reason, just, like, the images it brings up, like... I don't know. I don't like the texture of velvet. I don't like the look of velvet. I just coffee is for closers. You have like all the but yeah. Again, so we were trying to come up with like 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 yeah. to have different terms too. And then something I'm, that would be recognizable. Something that you know any salesperson if they if they I didn't want it to be too abstract. Yeah. But I, I wanted it to be a little bit creative. So like push pull sales and marketing conveys what we do pretty clearly exactly again because because we're encompassing both kinds of strategies and for right. people who are are unfamiliar with both are really what the difference is so and if you think about push strategies push strategies is just push strategies it is it, talking about the cold calls it's talking about the commercials it's kind of talking yeah. about everything else like things that you're doing to get in front of a customer. Yeah. Like Pull. you're, you're, you're stopping in at their office. You're exactly. dropping off materials. You're cold calling them. You're, you're pushing to get in front of the customer. Exactly. And then pull strategies, it's the opposite. So it's like, kind of what every person dreams of. And it's really what a lot of the quote unquote digital marketing gurus are going to push. It's that, you know, customers will come to you. Like, do you hate right. like cold calling or do you hate this or anything like that? Right. And realistically, in, in today's day and age, you still need to do both. Yes. Um, so, so I think it really encompasses that too. So again, thinking about some of the pull strategies in the marketing part, uh, and as well as some, some some different push strategies and some different tactics that you can use. Um, so that was kind of how we came up with the name. Um, yeah. You know, and then we figured it wasn't it wasn't taken. So yep. that also helped too. That helped, and um, and we chose pushbullsales.com because. Pushbull sales and marketing got too long. The shorter URL, the better. Yep. It was nice that like pushbullsales.com was available. It was available. Pushbull sales was available on Instagram and, and Twitter, on Twitter and I think Facebook. Probably. I think we're pushbull sales Probably. too. Probably. Um, there is so, a weird like push pull legs thing that kind of bothers me when I start typing that <laughs> on iTunes. So perhaps we should bring them on the show too. Yeah. Um, and we more recently, um, you know. More recently, we actually used Taylor Brands to create our newer logo, um, which I go into a little, a lot more in that episode that's coming up. Um, but, you know, we just have a simple, clean logo, mm -hmm. gets the point across. Um, but I wanted to talk a little bit about what we use, like what tools we use, mm -hmm. um, and kind of where we came from. So, like you mentioned, I think when we started out, I'm pretty sure we always had a microphone. It was that weird little, like, just, I don't know, how would you describe that? Like, it looked like a headset that just sits on the table. Um, but I disagree, but that's okay. Because <laughs> so, I think we try to use it, and we're like, oh, this isn't any different. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, and so now we, started we started out and started out really bootstrapping things. Was this two years things. ago? like two and a half maybe yeah so it was like two and a half years ago. And one thing too in terms of the evolution if you listen to some of the earlier podcasts like oh, we're like all right well we're gonna do this weekly so every week and then we kind of had to evolve and and and, and change it yeah. from there now one thing because that's the thing i mean it's instead of just dropping it like it is a side project so everything else takes precedent you know family takes priority careers take priority like it's tough when when other pieces of life get really busy um, you know, this kind of 
fell to the background a little bit, but sure. I mean, between again, like you have, like you have, like again, all, all your individual projects. You have all your, you have all your individual yeah. clients. I have a million things I'm doing. Again, I have, I have my own career. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm running for running for office, like where I live. I coach. You know, so having like everything like in place. I mean, you know, we're definitely involved in our church. You know, so so to yeah, kind of balance full time right job. So, so one thing I would recommend in terms of advice for anyone, again, in terms of establishing yourself and, and having things is don't wait till you have like the quote unquote, like till, till you have the perfect environment and don't like yeah. overthink and like kind of like prevent yourself from getting started. So again, like believe yeah. it or not, like, you know, I, I thought to myself like, well, do we have enough content or do we have like enough ideas for a split second? I said, no, like, you know, we, we, we can bring plenty of value to the marketplace. Yeah. Um, you know, and just go ahead and get it out there. It doesn't, doesn't have to be perfect. Again, if you look and you listen to like how the podcast have evolved, um, you know, sometimes just getting, getting something out there is more important, uh, than, than than trying to get something out perfect. Cause maybe someone else would have tried to come and come into this niche and, you know, have like a shorter format for, for the podcast. And the thing that's been fresh that like frustrates me sometimes too, is that, you know, my OCD brain like wants like. We need to do it consistent. It needs to be out every single, you know, Wednesday at this time. Like, And if we're not doing that, then why do it? And so part of it has been like, well, no, like, yes, consistency is better. That's always, you know, most recommended. And sometimes we have, like, good um, plans, too. Like, we're like, all right, we'll, yeah, like, we'll, we'll get we'll, it all planned out. So, like, here, well, we've been we, consistent for a while. Yeah, and I yeah. have a bunch scheduled out. Yeah, yeah we, we've gotten a lot better, too. For, and, you know, you never know. And the other thing that really helped with that was, was reevaluating that and saying, you know, Okay, if we do a couple solo podcasts, yeah, we exactly. can get them out more regularly. Exactly. So it's get out always more. like evaluating what's working, what you need to do, what you need to adapt to. But as far as like tools, I mean, I feel like initially we just I I really bootstrapped things. I was using um, WordPress.com, which is free. Mm-hmm. Um, I paid for the domain, but it was free. I now was, people are like really surprised by the way to know that like you do all that like people are like wait so this isn't like a company like that has like like you don't have like a bunch of people working on it like no it, it, it's literally it, it's it, me it's well the web the website is you exactly I'm, I'm pretty much I'm pretty much <laughs> you're I'm, the I'm, voice <laughs> I'm the big mouth behind everything but um the Instagram, yeah I designed the, that, yeah. the I designed the website from scratch um I created the logo using Taylor Brands like they didn't make it the the like, whole logistics of even getting a podcast published and having everything and then when we've had issues too which again it's not necessarily a bad thing when we've had like so much traffic that'll actually like crash the site or we've yeah. had like so many like downloads where something would, would get shut down and all that troubleshooting like having that in place and again we have outsourced some of that now and again yeah. you know so we'll, and, and where that's we started part of, and where we are right that's now that's part of the growth so i'll at least tell you what what we're doing now and yeah. some of it you know we are investing more in it now because we decided you know, there is only so much that I can do, you know, and I think always initially doing as much as you possibly can on your own and keeping close. And then you have well a good idea in terms of what you can like, like describe and outsource to. Yeah. So like, again, and we yeah. talk about, I we can know. talk about that in another, another I podcast too. I know all the pieces. Do I want to do all the pieces? No. But if I need to, I, I can do it all and for beginning you, to end. And for you as, as like a freelance marketer, that is like one of the most frustrating for most people too, who are in that, who are in that field. 
when someone like says they want you to do something and they don't have a good vision of what they want either yeah. creatively, like that yeah. drives like people nuts. So the same thing too in terms of delegating out tasks yes. and kind of doing things in place. So I know um, exactly. I, I kind of cut you off a little bit. So I'll let you kind of describe some of the tools that we use right now that, that kind of makes this finished product a little bit more polished. Yeah. So an easier, you know, it's, it is just a smooth process now. So we use WordPress.org, so self-hosted WordPress. Just recently, because of these website issues, I finally hired out, you know, so someone's managing our hosting and stuff for me. Prior to that, it was it was all me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really nice to be able to hand that off and have peace of mind knowing that if anything weird happens with the website, I have a great guy to call. Um, I use Libsyn. Too, because the weird thing is, it's not like you can just upload audio files right to a blog post like you could with like, um, with a like with an image or something. So and Libsyn is L I B S Y N. Yes. So use Libsyn to hold our files, um, our audio files, and then Libsyn embeds really nicely into WordPress um, so that it's seamless, and it also sends it directly to iTunes. So there are people that um, don't have a website for their podcast, that Mm -hmm. they upload to Libsyn, and it shows up on the podcast providers, um, and they kind of skip that step. Because uh, or, the website's or, or a pain a in the butt. Them, yeah, and a lot of them, too. Like, even, like, for example, for Tony Robbins, like, his podcast, he doesn't have his actual episodes on his website unless he's changed it recently. Like, it'll just take yeah, you a link to iTunes. sometimes it's hard to, like, yeah, navigate what's where. So, like, it is more work to have a blog post for every single podcast episode. But, but I, I like, feel like that it someone looks, can go right yes, there. We can just say, go to pushpullsales.com. And from there, they can listen on iTunes. The other nice thing is Libsyn. Android person, you don't even have to listen on iTunes. You just listen right on our website. You can listen on our website um, in desktop or in mobile. Um, Libsyn also does it where they take our logo and create a YouTube video with our audio file. So you can listen on YouTube, which is really, really nice. I believe if you go, I think I set up this short link. And, if you and, go to pushpullsales.com slash YouTube, I think it'll take you right there. And again, in terms of backtracking till we talk about like bootstrapping and everything in place, like Libsyn is not a free resource. No. So, so, it's so not. we, we, again, we, 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 we incurred costs to get that started. Yes. Uh, but between some of the other, um, affiliate links and some of the resources and some of yeah. the relations we've had, you know, it, 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 it it's going to help cover or it helps cover that cost Yeah, uh, with that, you know, but again, and there yeah, are costs do, associated with that. It's pushpullsales.com slash YouTube. We'll take you to our YouTube channel mm-hmm. um, where you can listen to them as well. Um, so Libsyn, I, iTunes, iTunes, um, it incorporates that, you know, you have to set stuff up through iTunes that you have to become a, provider um it's a pretty now, painless process like a, i think you just wait like a couple days and it's just like vets you whatever right like, yeah it's just knowing where to go like it's not always like it's hard to find where that actual login is like some of that stuff you know it just takes a little bit of time to figure out mm-hmm. what you need to do where um we we're a part of the amazon affiliate program so we're able to you know we have our whole resource page of all of our book recommendations that those are all just push pull affiliate links i think it's just resources right yeah she's looking it up i'm gonna double check for you it might be learn let me look books and courses Nope, pushpullsales.com slash resources. Slash resources. And the other Um, thing, too, is, again, in terms of anything that we put out there or any, like, recommendation we have, it's something that that we have personally vetted beforehand, too. So, again, if you think about 
How many different sales and marketing books are published like every single year? We're going through. These are ones that we've read and found worthwhile. These are not the books where you pay 20 bucks to get this book and they explain one concept to you. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. these are things that that have a lot of value to them. Um, As far as the techie stuff, and then I'll kind of walk you through the the process as well, but um, we use Audacity. I have a PC, so we use Audacity, which is a free software to record the audio, and we bought a blue snowball microphone off of Amazon. I think it was like $50. Something um, like that, yeah. As well as one thing that I didn't have initially, that I didn't even know existed, um, which is absolutely necessary because our, <laughs> pod, our podcast is push-pull with a lot of peas, we got a pop filter. I think it was $7. It, like, connects to your thing, and it Sherry, just... Sherry, like, if, if, if it's on Amazon and it, like, hooks to something else, like a clip, like a cell phone holder, a camera holder, like, she has Sold. that. So I'm surprised she didn't have that earlier. But again, so this I is... I didn't know it existed. So this is so, a dragon pad pop filter. Which... It helps pop your peas. No, it helps so that your peas don't pop. Oh, so, so your peas like, don't pop. Right. So, like, uh-huh. earlier, like, when you say a pee, you actually puff out air, and that hits the microphone and, like, cracks it oh. for people listening. So, this just blocks the airflow a little bit so that you're not, like, going, like, uh, into the microphone. Okay. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Okay. Um, so, as far as um, the process... <laughs> um, Oh, and one of the other tools that we use um, that I use for a bunch of different accounts is meetedgar.com, which we've talked about before. Um, it helps to schedule out social media posts. Exactly. So, so like the one thing too, and again, in terms of like the actual perception, and it's still time to come up with that content and to put it in. But again, when we talked about this in other podcast is it's better to put out less content, make that content more valuable yeah. and push it out more often. Yes. But again, in terms of not taking a break in between your day and go, oh, it's 12 o'clock. Let me go ahead and post that too. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so that is a really, really good resource for yeah. that too. And we use that we have, for, for ourselves. We use that for other businesses as well that, that, that we help out with. Yeah. We have um, a whole episode about automation, which we talk about that too. Like where's that balance of posting live and being personable and also using tools. Exactly. Um, if not, you just have a bunch of, <laughs> hey, <my> brother, <laughs> if not, you have a bunch of uh, bots just talking back to each other. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So a little bit of the process. First thing, sit down, open up Audacity, plug in the blue snowball mic, mm-hmm. um, and we record that episode. And in terms of like the, the, the sketch itself, how much do we... Oh, it depends. I mean... Like before we turn on the computer. It depends as far as planning out an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we have so much of it in our heads that typically I try to just write down a little bit of an outline. When we do our guest interviews, we have a template of questions that are kind of just like an outline mm-hmm. of stuff. If we get stuck, we can kind of refer to those questions, and it just kind of helps the flow. But, but a lot but of it, it is, is it is very it's very loose. Yeah, um, you know, a lot of it is you know we want to talk about their expertise. Um, and then for ourselves, you know, I'll typically write down an outline of a couple of things I want to touch on. Um, but yeah, and I feel especially with like the solo podcasts that we started doing, like I feel like I need a lot less preparation because I'm just kind of like, well, I know what I'm going to say. Exactly. And it's exactly. a practice thing. I mean, it's a lot easier now to talk about topics 
than it was initially. Like doing these things, practicing, I think that's another big point of of podcasting is like if you're going to go do public speaking, like this is amazing practice. Yes, you're by yourself. You're not in front of a crowd. But being confident in what you have to say and delivering that that content is – hugely beneficial and then again like we created content first and then the audience was built from there and then the audience also helps kind of of cycle that into because then we get feedback in terms of hey can you talk about this or hey i had an issue about that so having that is 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 really really helpful too so again in terms of with ideas of of actual different ideas again because like sales and marketing like that's really really broad like sales itself is a broad target to talk as a broad target talking point marketing is a really broad talking point yeah um you know so having that audience too where you yeah, can have a lot something of times, on top of mind yeah a lot of times it's, it comes from our real life experience too like mm-hmm. hey here's here's an issue that came up with a client or here's something they've been struggling with or here's an article i read that either i agree with or don't agree with maybe that's a topic um so yeah i think i think there's plenty to pull from yeah um, <laughs> and speaking of which so we did this two and a half years ago and I just got an alert that somebody compiled whatever a list of like, you know, podcast to follow or something to listen oh, to. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Awesome. Good timing. Um, I'll have to give a shout out to Scott Ingram. Thank you. <laughs> so I also wanted to mention, speaking of Scott's, um, so after we finished the episode, initially when we first started this, um, it, w- it was all me editing the audio, piecing everything together. Um but recently we've brought on a podcast editor. So he, I, all I do is I upload the audio file and the title and the description to Google Drive. We have our own folder there. He can access that. He adds in the intro and outro music and, and anything that we would need there. Um, and then he sends me the file back. And it might not sound like a lot, but that was something that like I didn't enjoy that process. Mm-hmm. And it took me, I would procrastinate doing that and I would avoid like I just didn't want to have to do it so being able to outsource that was hugely helpful it helps with the flow of things for sure and it just helps take stuff off my plate a little bit um along those lines as well which we mention every episode but if you're looking for royalty free music um we use bensound.com for our intro and outro music it is royalty free all we have to say um you know like in each blog post where we have the audio files we say you know thank you to bensound.com for our intro and outro music you just have to attribute it to them mm-hmm. um They have paid options available, but a lot of it on there is free. Um, So that's another option. It was something we started from the beginning. I found the clip. I liked it. Um, It was free, and we've kind of stuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So once we have the finished audio file, um, I get that back from Scott, and um, I upload that to Libsyn. Um, so in Libsyn, you know, again, it's the, the description has to go there, the title has to go there. Um, I schedule out when the audio file is going to publish because iTunes is pulling from Libsyn. So if I publish the audio, it'll go right to iTunes, even if my blog post wouldn't go live for another week or two. Mm-hmm. So I can schedule it within Libsyn. It'll send it to iTunes and YouTube. It'll give me a direct link that I put in the blog post. And it also gives me a player um, embed code so that you can play the episode right within a blog post. Um, and it's nice. It gives you like really good stats. Like everything is laid out nicely. Um, like Marcella said, it is a paid 
thing that we have to pay for monthly. Um, but it was one of those things that, like, if we're going to take this seriously, this was a next step to mm-hmm. make sure that we were hosting those those audio files. Now, I will ask you, and probably our listeners are thinking that, too, if we can go back and do everything how we have it now mm-hmm. and start off that way? Or would you still say it makes sense to go through what we did and kind of do it individually and no, kind of learn? I mean... <sighs> Well, I think you could do it individually, but like I was just trying to save money. And a lot of times when you're, when you're doing that and trying, like there's always a workaround, Mm -hmm. but you're putting your, your work at risk a little bit. Like maybe the audio files will work. Maybe they won't. Like Mm -hmm. if you're cycling through feed burner, maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. If you're hosting them in an insecure location, maybe they get stolen. Maybe they won't. So like, even though we were fine and I feel like, you know, it worked um, and the risk was pretty low. It was a lot of extra headaches of switching from thing to thing. Starting on WordPress.com, then having to switch to WordPress.org was a, a, chunk, a huge chunk of time. Mm-hmm. Like, so all of those things ate up time in between. So, like, I do recommend what we have, like, Libsyn is wonderful, mm-hmm. WordPress is wonderful. Um, you know, so I feel like. Between the two of those, like, I'm happy with what we landed on. Um, And, you know, maybe you don't need a podcast editor right away. But, you know, maybe you don't um, need, you know, extra things here or there. But but I do think, you know, think it through. Um, Bootstrapping is fine um, if that's what you need to do. You just might have to sort it out later. Um, So... You know, so once it's there, once the blog post is there, then typically I add it to Edgar. Um, That way it's in our Edgar libraries. It's getting shared out on Twitter and Facebook continually. Um, I share out the blog post. I I add the blog post to Edgar. I add the iTunes episode link to Mm -hmm. Edgar. And I add the YouTube um, link to Edgar. That way people can get a reminder. Like, you don't have to go to our site. Like, if you want to listen on iTunes, if that's easier do that. If you want to open up and be subscribed on YouTube, do that. Whatever is easiest for you guys. Um, I forgot as well in there. The other thing I use is Over. Um, it's a photo editing app oh, that yes, I use for yes. all our graphics. So so graphics get created on Over. They go into the blog post. They go into um, Instagram. So yeah, so Instagram is another big piece of the puzzle. Um, that was what we started with and is our main... Well, I mean, Instagram and Twitter, um, but Instagram is something that we've really focused on and tried to be smart about in that we share a lot of like sales and marketing quotes, either from ourselves or from other people. It looks very consistent. Um, But what we've also did, um, we sit down every so often and we record a short description, you know, one minute video of each episode. So like an episode preview. I know we're, we're get we're going to have to sit down again. But the nice thing is we sit down, we record it all, maybe like 30 one minute videos. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I have it. Literally 30 comma. Yeah. One, so one minute videos yeah. 30 times. Yes. 30 different topics, 30 different episodes. Um, so the nice thing is, you know, then I have it. 
then when it's nine o'clock on a Wednesday evening, which tends to do well for us if I post Instagram, mm-hmm. I'm not like, oh, hey, can you go record a video real quick? I know that you look like crap and, you know, just like. I never look like crap. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for All saying right. that. I know I look like crap. I don't feel like sitting down That's and recording true. a video. So doing things in bulk really, really, really helps mm-hmm. um, in that regard. A lot um, of people have asked, like, how do you, like, do that? Like, how do you how record do you that video? Time? Just oh, fine. Like, time. how do you, how do you, yeah. like, how do you manage, like, everything? How could you do this? How could you do that? How could you yeah. do that? And still be able to meet all your other obligations. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, our but current yeah. videos that are still going out, it was Christmas break and we got dolled up mm-hmm. and we sat down you did your with I didn't my, do my makeup that day. With my iPhone <laughs> and it's in our kids' bedroom. We mm-hmm. moved the beds out of the way. You, they have a nice away the blue sizzle black here. Yeah, you're giving away the sizzle. You know, but it, but I'm telling you, like, you can do this. Yeah, like, put exactly. some effort into yeah. it, and you can make it look nice. It was shot with my iPhone, and in, I think maybe we took, right. like, an hour or two. Yeah, I think so. Um, By a nicely, you know, nice open window, which, again, if you... Um, Who, uh, you had the, the Geddes, Henry Geddes. Henry Geddes yeah, um, talk talks a lot light. about that. Um, so if you listen to that episode, we talk a lot about good pictures and videos and live streams, but natural open light window. Mm-hmm. And now we have them. Yeah. Cause our you office know? doesn't, it's not conducive to that or office. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, we focused a lot there. The interesting thing too, is like building those platforms. Um, the, um, I'm drawing a blank. Um, the sales guy that reached out to us because of Instagram. Oh, Tom Hopkins. Tom Hopkins. Love Tom he, Hopkins. You know, they they found us on Instagram. They were impressed with what they what we were doing there. And so being able to like you know, reach people on the platforms that they're already on Instagram can be an amazing tool. We did a whole a, episode about Instagram as well. A decade ago, that was one of the first sales books I've ever read. Yeah. And now he's on my podcast. So again, yeah. like, you know, which is another like, you know, why start it? That's why. Yeah, exactly. Because you get to, like, talk to these incredible people that that seem so inaccessible, like, or unaccessible? Unaccessible. Unaccessible. Yeah. You know, it's that like you would, one, you know, they seem one. like, you know, oh, they have a best-selling book, like, you know. I think he has 18 best-selling books. Right. Okay. 18 <laughs> best-selling books. But in reality, they're always looking to promote themselves as well. Absolutely. And that's Absolutely. been a big part of this for us, too. We've been able to grow. Thank you to thanks to our wonderful guests that um, that that come on the show and that share our podcast and that that kind of spread the word about things. Um, you know, our first we we were interested in maybe doing appointment guests. setting was the first um, one we did. For the first episode ever? No. What was the first one? No, that might have been handling objections. No, I mean, um, you know, so we weren't sure if we were going to do guests and stuff. For now, we were kind of trying to get into the swing of things. Um, all right, our first episode ever how was, to handle objections. was how to handle objections. And you know what? I think it's still a pretty good episode. Yeah, the sound quality's not as good, but it's yeah. it's a good episode. The content there is awesome. Um, so... But a couple episodes, I'm trying to look and see which episode our first guest was on. That was the um, uh, Ted, Ted, Ted Talk, Doug Stewart. Yep, passed it, passed it, passed it. I passed 22. it already. 22. 20, so episode 22, Doug Stewart reached out to us on Twitter. Um, and I had asked him, I think he was just searching another smart move on his part. He was searching for sales podcasts mm-hmm. on Twitter. And he found us. And he said, hey, I would love to be a guest on your show. I just talked at... Um, 
TEDx. I was a speaker there. I would love to talk about similar topics. Um, can I come on your show? And we are like, well, we've never had a guest before, but sure, we're open to it. And mm-hmm. I think that really opened the door. Um, it was nice, too. You know, he was – it was good to be able to start and um, figure out what that looked like. And from there, we were able to figure out, like, hey, we can come up with a guest format. Here's what we do and kind of have it down to a system. Um, but I, I always feel appreciative and, you know, I've thanked Doug for um, mm-hmm. coming on the show and kind of introducing us to that format. Exactly. And uh, I'm not going to make Coit feel bad at all, but Coit, uh, he just actually, he just booked a TEDx uh, talk too. Did he? Uh-huh. Yeah. So he is our second uh, TEDx speaker Cool. as well. But again, just to have people like that on the show and have an audience where, you know, where, where, where you know, people reach out to us. I mean, it's, it's yeah. amazing. Like, like where well, we were to where we are right now. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. And I mean, it's helpful for them. Like we're helping spread the word about their products. Like we always want to link to their stuff and talk about their expertise. And, you know, it's that balance of like promoting them, but also like making sure that we're bringing value to you guys, that this isn't just, you know, a whole episode of a sales pitch for their book. It's like, no, there's really valuable information that they bring Mm -hmm. to the table and years of experience. Um, and sometimes, thing, like, we won't even, you know, cross-promotional. Like, like, yeah, and they don't even know the questions that, 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 that I typically ask. Sherry typically will follow the format in terms of, like, like, interview questions. I'll, and I'll, I'll kind of ask some of the harder ball questions to get a little bit more out of people. So, again, you get quality content versus yeah. just a, what you said, a, a long 30-minute pitch. Like a, like a as seen on TV. We're not giving infomercials. Um, but the other nice thing for us is that you know, yes, we're helping to promote their thing, but they're also helping to promote our podcast. So when they tweet out a link or they share on Facebook um, their episode that they were on, it Mm -hmm. also helps grow our own audience. Um, And hopefully, you know, a lot of their audiences are similar to ours. So just something to consider. I know, um, you know, people have definitely grown their podcast that way, doing interviews or their YouTube channel or whatever it might be. Um, that it's it's a good way to go about doing things, um, but I don't know. Do you feel like there's anything else? I feel like we touched on a lot of different things. There's a lot of pieces to it, but hopefully that kind of gives you an idea of like why we started it, how we do it, why we do it, um, what why tools the name? we use. Why the name? Yeah. Um, and if that you have any, that probably should have been episode one. Why the name? Well. I don't know if people would have tuned in. That's true. That's true. Okay. We started off with a bang. But um, I think, you know, maybe we'll expand on that a little bit, kind of like the process or what we've learned along the way. Um, yeah, we did, but if we you... We did the pop filter because it was on handling objections, price, postponement. I know. Um, yeah, we did the pop <laughs> filter. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, but if you guys have any questions or about any of like the technical details or getting started or any of that, um, you know, feel free to reach out anytime. You can you can tweet us at pushpull sales. We're on Instagram at pushpull sales, pushpull sales at gmail.com, pushpullsales.com on our website and all of that Instagram, good stuff. YouTube, youtube.com slash pushpull sales. YouTube dot um no pushpullsales.com slash YouTube. Oh that one what she said (laughs) um but yeah i think we gave you a good overview hopefully that gives you a little insight into what we do and why we do it um like i said earlier thank you to bensound.com for intro and outro music um thanks again to scott for editing these episodes um and thank you to everybody else along the way that has made this a really fun and 
great journey for us that we're learning a lot and um, hopefully you guys are learning a lot as well. Um, so you can tune in next time or we'll tackle another topic. Like I said, we have a bunch of interviews coming up as well as some solo podcasts. So we're trying to really stay consistent for you for right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you can support the show at patreon.com slash push pull sales. Um, but I think that's about it. Yeah. What do you think? No, nope, that's it. All See right. you guys. Bye.